0: The FTC is investigating whether Cerebral used deceptive business practices in marketing its mental health services. Kaiser Health News reports on the quick downfall of two Missouri hospitals purchased by a private equity-backed firm. And some hospital workers could make more money working at Amazon warehouses. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, June 16th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in about 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com. One programming note for listeners. In observance of the Juneteenth holiday, there will be no new podcast on Monday. But we'll be back on Tuesday with a conversation with Nigel Ornstein, the president of digital musculoskeletal health company Kaya Health. Although the nursing shortage has attracted much of the media attention in recent months, the healthcare workforce crisis is hitting all levels of the labor force. The attrition rate for all hospital workers last year was 8 percentage points higher than in 2019. Among clinicians and other allied health professionals, certified nursing assistants have the highest turnover levels. With the demands of the job and relatively low pay, CNA openings have been consistently hard to fill, but it's becoming even harder to hire people for the role in today's labor market as job openings are near an all-time high. Although labor force participation rates have rebounded to 2019 levels, the pandemic-induced shift in the economy has led to a boom in lower-wage jobs. In 2021 alone, Amazon opened over 250 new fulfillment centers and other delivery-related work sites. The company is competing directly with hospitals and nursing facilities, for the same pool of high school graduates at many of these new sites. In a GIST healthcare analysis, Senior Director of Member Insight Trevor Goldsmith finds more than a quarter of hospital employees are working in jobs that pay lower median wages than Amazon warehouses. Health systems have historically relied on their rich benefits packages and strong career opportunities to attract lower wage employees, but that's no longer enough. Amazon and others have not only raised wages, they've ramped up their benefits so that they now often meet or even surpass what many hospitals are offering. Health systems need to reassess their position within their labor markets and better define and promote their competitive advantage. For the rest of today's news, I'm going to turn it over to contributor Maya Croth.
1: There's another wrinkle in the ongoing unraveling of mental health startup Cerebral this week. The fast-growing digital company saw explosive growth after the government loosened restrictions around telehealth prescriptions during the pandemic, especially when it came to medications for ADHD, which it aggressively marketed via social media. Cerebral even hired Olympian Simone Biles as a celebrity spokesperson.
0: Struggling with my anxiety really threw me off balance, and I realized I had to prioritize my mental health. With Cerebral, I get the help I need straight from my phone.
1: But the company's tactics raised eyebrows among some employees who claimed they were pressured to over-prescribe stimulants such as Adderall and Ritalin, often without enough time to fully evaluate patients for ADHD, the Wall Street Journal reported. A former cerebral executive alleged in a lawsuit the company consistently puts profits over patient safety. The chip started falling fast. Last month, the company fired its CEO, pharmacies stopped filling its prescriptions, and insurers dropped Cerebral as an in-network provider. Federal prosecutors started looking into possible violations of the Controlled Substances Act, and on June 1st, the FTC informed the company that it had opened an investigation into its marketing practices, the journal reported. Specifically, its use of auto-renewing subscription fees that can be difficult to cancel. Some customers told the journal they had to ask their banks to stop payment on the charges. Auto-renewing subscriptions are a lucrative business model for companies, but onerous for consumers. Have you ever tried to cancel a gym membership? Good luck. But when the subscription is for habit-forming medication that can be as detrimental as it is therapeutic, that's a different ballgame. Private equity firms have been investing heavily across the U.S. healthcare industry. Between 2000 and 2018, investments increased 20 fold. And as a revealing investigation by Kaiser Health News shows, a recent acquisition left patients and providers in rural Missouri without a hospital. The KHN story focused on two troubled hospitals in rural Missouri that had recently been acquired by a private equity backed startup called Noble Health, despite a litany of red flags that federal regulators missed. One of Noble's directors had previously been charged with Medicare fraud, and others had almost no experience in healthcare at all. One in five rural hospitals is at risk of closing, according to one recent report. Private equity firms have little interest in being long-term owners of hospitals or physician practices, often looking to extract value from roll-ups and a subsequent sale. But some struggling communities embrace them anyway, as possible saviors of a hospital on the brink. Shortly after it took over the Missouri hospitals, Noble basically ran them into the ground. It stopped paying almost everyone, from doctors to security guards. Supplies of life-saving equipment and medication dwindled, and when state health department surveyors visited one of the hospitals last summer, they found its elderly patients in serious medical jeopardy. Another patient had to wait weeks for her regular cancer treatment because the hospital had no money to pay for its next order. Meanwhile, Noble pursued every possible source of public funding during the pandemic, including more than $20 million in federal COVID relief. But where exactly that money went remains unclear. Within 18 months of acquiring the hospitals, Noble shuttered them both. But they have since been bought by another private equity firm, which, despite promising to reopen the facility, has a history of closing other hospitals shortly after acquisition. For Just Healthcare, I'm Maya
0: Croth. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, the overall healthcare sector was down about 1.5% on Thursday. Among stocks with the biggest drops, Thursday was Teladoc, which fell 6%. The stock has fallen about 80% in the last year. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare, business, and policy news on gistHealthcare.com. Just Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.